Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. But you need to know this, Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it provides schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms helps your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms helps with team communication and attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms helps with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started on the Final Forms team. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges, and even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year and create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments by going to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or you can call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. 
And we also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of your parents and players the opportunity to uh, show the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Uh, they love your program. Give them a chance to tell you that. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really cool guest today, Mandy Green. She's the president of Busy Coach. She's also a national recruiting coordinator for a company called Tudor Collegiate Strategies, longtime uh, college coach at the D1 level. And uh, today she's going to share with us, uh, Mandy Green. Welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we connected uh, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, you know, really uh, liked, you know, some of your posts and thought you'd be a valuable uh, resource for our listeners. So uh, let's go and jump right into it. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio, you know, where were you born? Where'd you grow up? Went to school, a little sports background and, uh, you know, how that path has now led you to, um, you know, busy coach. Yeah, no. So I'm uh, Minnesota, born and raised and was a four sport athlete growing up. I played uh, soccer and basketball. I played ringette. It was I'm old enough where uh, they didn't have hockey in high school. So we played ringette. It's big in Canada now, I think still, but, uh, and I played softball and uh, I played in high school. I went on and played two years of division one soccer. And then my mom got really sick. So I uh, transferred back home to McAllister college in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we were uh, a top five team in the country. And I was, uh, I was thinking, I, I, you know, come to graduation. I didn't quite know what I was going to do as a college graduate. And then uh, old high school coach got me into, uh, they needed a, a, a coach for a U17 girls team, soccer. And I'm like, ah, eh, I don't like talking in front of people. I didn't think I really wanted to get into the coaching world, but I knew my, I was hanging up my cleats and I wasn't going to play college soccer anymore. So I'm like, what the heck? And I, I coached that summer with my little brother and we just laughed. We laughed all summer and had the best time ever. And and then it just happened to be where I was at a tournament and my former coach, when I was at Loyola of Chicago, just happened to be uh, her husband was at a tournament and we ran into each other and one thing led to another. And before I knew it, I was a volunteer assistant at University of Utah with my former college coach and her wife. And that's how I got into college coaching. I never, ever, ever dreamed I would get into the profession. I thought I was going to go into physical therapy or wanted to get, get into maybe sports counseling a little bit. and. I don't know, just who I knew. It just one thing led to another. And before I knew it, I was a college coach. And I have uh, coached that play. I was at University of Utah for four years. I was, uh, I came back home to Minnesota and coached at Minnesota State Mankato for five years. And then 
geez, we went on and coached at Loyola Marymount. We coached at Xavier. I was a head soccer coach at uh, University of South Dakota for eight years. And then for the last four years, my husband has been uh, a full-time assistant at Youngstown State. And uh, I, I found when I, I, I became a first-time head coach and a first-time mom all within 10 days of each other. And I very quickly, uh, I mean, I, I was not blessed with children that slept well. And so, I mean, and I didn't have full-time help my first three years at the, the school I was at. And I, uh, I, I do what all coaches do, right? We wear a hundred hats and I had my mom hat, my coach hat, my recruiting hat, my wife hat, my mom hat on 24 seven. And I pretty much was burning myself out. And I knew, I knew I had a choice to make. Either I could find a better way to kind of take a time out and find a better way to do what I was doing so I could stay in the profession for longer, or I could, you know, just keep trying to just plug away 24 seven. And I knew, I knew I was burning out and I knew that wasn't working for me. And I wasn't bringing my best for the people that needed me. So I started, I just went out and started studying everybody that I, anything I could get my hands on reading books and listening to podcasts and going to courses and going to conferences. And it, it, it I start busy coach started by me just trying to solve my own problem, right. Of trying to fix my own work, poor work habits. And then it led to, Hey, I see what you're doing. Like you're smiling. Like you don't look like you haven't slept. You know, you actually look like you slept, you know, what's going on. And I just started sharing a little bit here or there. And before I knew it, I had a book. And before I knew it, I started speaking at other places. And then once uh, I have two, two kids and once they got a little bit older, it just became hard for my husband and I to both coach full time with you know, wanting them to actually do martial arts and do some of the stuff that they like to do without babysitters, taking them to everything. And so I was like, why don't I take a step back and I'll do busy coach more full time. And then I also got into uh, the recruiting stuff with Dan Tudor, where, I mean, I've been a long time client of his and a huge advocate of, you know, clear communication, you know, current uh, strategies and latest trends with recruiting is what, what that company does. And I love the, uh, the fact with that, I get to manage a lot of his clients through the Midwest and help coaches recruit this generation of student athletes more effectively. And then I add the busy coach aspect to it and help college coaches be more productive and efficient and effective doing their work faster and more efficiently with higher quality is what I'm, I've kind of combined the two together. Uh, so, so that that's pretty, I mean, hopefully that is sort of in a nutshell, what, uh, what I've been doing probably the last 20, 25 years. <laughs> I, that that's a very good nutshell, uh, for all that, but, uh, I, I love how, uh, you know, what you're doing now, you know, with busy coach and, and the recruiting, you know, it, it came uh, very organically as, as you were moving along and trying to solve, you know, challenges that you were facing uh, that are universal, you know, for coaches, as you were telling that story, you know, my wife, uh, you know, we're both retired now, but uh, career coach and teacher. Uh, and I remember those days, you know, very well, you know, I was a head football coach, she was a head cross country and track coach and, you know, three kids. Uh, you know, juggling all that, all those tasks. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. Very, very cool. And we're going to take a little bit deeper dive into uh, both of those programs uh, today on the podcast. For listeners, uh, Mandy Green is our guest today. She's the president of uh, Busy Coach, 
a longtime uh, college coach and uh, works with uh, Tudor Collegiate Strategies, a national recruiting coordinator. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you need to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it provides schools with things like compliance, uh, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can help with team communication, uh, can help with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to walk with a team that's also walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Mandy Green. She's the president of Busy Coach. Uh, Mandy, before we take a deeper dive into Busy Coach, uh, we always like to uh, have our guests share some of the mentors that they've had uh, in their life and their career. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that helped you along the way? For sure. I mean, I would, I would uh, need to mention my parents because I, I, I don't believe I would have the work ethic I have today if I had not modeled, you know, I mean, watching my parents growing up, my parents used to own a bakery. And so my dad would go in at 7 p.m. and would do all the baking. And then my mom would you know, wake up first thing in the morning and would. And I think that's where my hatred of getting up really early in the morning came from. But we used to have this motor home and my mom used to wake us up at two, three in the morning and we would go and we would before school, elementary school, we would frost the donuts and we would of course eat our fair share of donuts it's amazing i'm not 500 pounds but uh i mean they just they worked they worked so hard and so you know i, I definitely took that and you know i feel like i got my work ethic from them i got my start in college coaching from amy winslow she is uh she now coaches in uh, fox uh in illinois she's a, a school guidance counselor but uh just seeing how relational she was with the players how the quality of kid that she recruited and how she managed the 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 teams really was a great start for me in college coaching it it was she she took me in when i wasn't sure it was really something i wanted to do and she made it fun and she made it uh, just the staff environment we had. There was a lot of laughter. There was a lot of challenging. There was a lot of new experiences. And uh, it really got me off to a great start with college coaching. And then I would say, I mean, most of the the, 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 the mentors that I have now, I mean, Dan Tudor, certainly, I mean, what the, the, the work that he's doing with college coaches in the recruiting world is Nobody does it. Nobody's doing it, or maybe other people are doing it, but they're not doing it to the quality that he is doing it. And he uh, just watching him and seeing the effect that he's had. I mean, it, it 
I mean, it certainly, I created my company. I, I blame Dan Tudor for Busy Coach being created because I applied all the stuff that he taught me and it worked so well. I had to figure out how to keep up with all of it. And so that was, uh, I mean, he certainly has been a positive impact. And I see the way that he has built his business and a lot of my Busy Coach stuff is modeled through, you know, kind of the same framework that he has his, uh, you know, business model set up with. And then, I mean, I listen to Dan, uh, Darren Hardy is the author of The Compound Effect. Uh, I listen to pretty much everything he does, just as far as creating better systems and productivity and that kind of stuff. And Brendan Burchard is another uh, uh, mentor that I, he, he has this book, High Performance Habits, and has all sorts of stuff that he does as far as just positive thinking, you know, performance, all that kind of stuff. So I, I would say, I mean, you know, right. Are you, you know, you're like the five people that you hang out with most. Well, I work out of my house. And so, you know, I've got a German shepherd puppy laying under my feet and I've got a chocolate lab snoring in the other room. Uh, so I'm kind of by myself all day. So I need to, you know, surround myself through podcasts and through, you know, just different mentors, you know, and, and so I'm studying, studying those two, I would say the most of everybody, but, you know, certainly, I mean, there, there's, there's hundreds of people that I've just met that have made this profession really fun. And it certainly has gotten me this deep into my career. Uh, I, I love, uh, you know, a couple of themes that you shared there, you know, one is that, um, you know, you're a lifelong learner, you know, you know, continuing to, you know, uh, talk to other people, listen to um, podcasts, mm -hmm. read books. Uh, very cool. And um, you used in, uh, you know, you and I were talking before the show about, you know, how, you know, you're not an athletic director, but certainly, you know, very involved with athletics, but you're using uh, a, a very typical athletic director uh, trait of, you know, taking things from other people and then, yep. you know, applying them, amplifying, you know, we talk about in our world, not reinventing the wheel, but, you know, yep. stealing, borrowing, you know, using yep, yep, yep. great ideas, uh, best practices, you know, for yep. our own. Um, you know, you, you, you mentioned that, you know, watching Dan Tudor, um, you know, it kind of inspired you to uh, uh, create Busy Coach. Um, what's maybe one or two nuggets that just really stick out for you that uh, you see that you've applied uh, with your busy coach uh, principles? I mean, as far as the like the business aspect to it right. that I've taken from mm -hmm. Dan, you mm -hmm. know, a big part of it is uh, get, just getting out there face to face with coaches and, and speaking in person um, as best I can. So I've really I mean, I, I certainly, I mean, I stayed behind a computer screen and was trying to write, you know, books as best I could, but I found, uh, I mean, right, books, books are good, but a lot of books are sitting on most people's shelves collecting dust, right, and so I like really have enjoyed and I really feel like I've built my busy coach business through getting, I mean, I, I bet you through COVID, 300, 400 calls, Zoom calls that I did face-to-face -face with coaches. And now that uh, campuses are opening up, trying to get on campuses and working one-on-one -on -one with, one-on-one uh, -on -one with coaches, but you know, a lot of group coaching and then individual meetings and follow-up coaching afterwards has been a big, uh, big part of what I've done with, uh, with uh, Busy Coach. And I, I feel like that's how Dan really, you know, he, he put, put on the miles. He, he, he's got millions of sky miles, right? Of He's just all over the place, getting in front of coaches, sharing his message uh, about how, you know, to more effectively recruit student athletes. But for me, it's, 
you know, I feel like to effectively recruit student athletes, you need to avoid a lot of distractions, right? You need to be able to get, um, you could, have, I mean, we all know, right? You could have the best plan on the planet, but if you can't show up and execute it every single day, it's for nothing, right? And so, so that's where I'm, I'm trying to get out as best I can, wanting to start a podcast here soon, but just spread to spread the message, right? Through face-to-face on campus and then, you know, through YouTube and, and through some podcast stuff is what, what's, what's coming up here for Busy Coach. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Appreciate you sharing that. Once again, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Mandy Green. She is the founder and president a busy coach, uh, also the national recruiting coordinator for Tudor Collegiate Strategies, and along with being a longtime uh, college coach. We're going to take another break, uh, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches, the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. You want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone. Again, we're visiting with Mandy Green, the president of Busy Coach. Mandy, let's uh, go and talk about Busy Coach. Uh, you kind of mm-hmm. gave a little bit of the origin story, but uh, obviously, you know, you're in business to, you know, help coaches and, and help ADs. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about it. You know, why should, uh, you know, an athletic director and athletic directors, you should, but why should an athletic director reach out and uh, find out more about Busy Coach? Yeah, no, I appreciate that question. It's... <sighs> Most coaches, right, get into the profession. They they go from being an athlete to immediately going into the office. There's no training for them. And, and most grad assistants, young assistants just model the behavior of their, you know, their the head coach that they're they've been working with. Well, what did the head coach do? They model they're modeling the behavior of their previous head coach. Well, <clears throat> I feel like uh so that's what I'm trying to do is provide that training you know like we we mentioned earlier is uh you know you could have the best plan on the planet if you're not executing it it's for nothing well I find most coaches you know establish their vision for the job interview you know that they're trying to get and then they stick it in a drawer and they never look at it again and they get so busy wearing so many hats doing so many things they get pulled in a million different directions they basically take a hundred steps or hundred one step in a hundred different directions versus taking a hundred steps in one direction. And so what I do for coaches is we pull out, we dust off that vision, and then we make sure that they are doing thing every, you know, so that we, we basically find one true North, right. To, to aim all our actions and filter all our decisions through 
we establish what is the vision, what are the goals that they're trying to accomplish for this next year, not just with their team, but with their staff and the culture they're trying to create, but also, you know, just personally, where do they want their career to be by the end of the year? And most coaches, we need to establish what are the high value activities that are going to get them there. Most coaches, like I said, you know, getting pulled in so many different directions, they get stuck in the weeds. And so never really take and carve out the time to uh, build the future of their program. They're always stuck in the weeds doing the day-to-day kind of stuff. And so I help establish the vision. We establish the goals. What are the high value versus low value activities that are going to, you know, give them the the bigger return on the time and effort they're putting in Uh, the low value activities that need to get done. Can we, you know, we'll, we, we strategically find the best time and place to do those things. Uh, And then, you know, just day by day, it's aligning when, what are the highest value activities that a coach needs to be doing with, when are they the the most energetic, the most focused and have the fewest amount of distractions, right? It's aligning those two things for, you know, structured, you know, 90, you know, 30, 60, 90 minute chunks of the day where they can get more done in that time than most coaches can get done in an entire day. You know, so I try to apply, I mean, honestly, it's a lot of the framework that I use is coaches need to organize their day just like they would a practice. Most practices for coaches, they're not on their phone every five seconds. They are not checking email. They're not texting. They're, you know, they would never, you know, they always start with the highest priority activity when the energy is best. Everything is timed, right? And they move things along. They're taking breaks. And that that's what I'm trying to help coaches do is make sure they're not wasting time. They're not spending too much time on low value things that aren't building the future of their program. You know, they're focused on key things that are needle moving things like, you know, on the recruiting side of it. When I looked at, and I, I have a lot of coaches tell, you know, show me your calendar, show me what's ending up on it, which really helps me see what they are prioritizing, you know, and a lot of coaches will have recruiting on their to-do list. Well, what does that mean? Right. Oh, well, we just organized, you know, names in a database, or we just, you know, had a meeting about recruiting. And I'm like, that's not recruiting, right? Recruiting is moving your, you know, best recruit to the next mile marker in the process. We got to keep them moving along. And so, so it's a lot of times it's just redefining what needs to be on. Yeah. I try to get coaches to not have a to-do list. Let's have a results list. What are, what are the actions? What are the outcomes we need by the end of the week? How can, what sort of metrics can we, you know, aim to hit and establish and, and, you know, guide all of our actions towards. And then, you know, it's a lot of reflection. It's, you know, I think again, coaches get going so fast in so many different directions and they fail to really stop and take a look at what are all the actions that I've been doing over the course of the last few weeks what, what impact have I made or what are the outcomes that I've created? And so, you know, kind of like coaches do throughout the course of the week, they make a plan, they work the plan, uh, you know, their, their teams play the games or, you know, they're practicing, they play the games and then they watch game film, right? And that game film, they review, game film doesn't lie. And they review, you know, what, how they're uh, based on, you know, the actions and their performance, did we get the ideal outcome? And if we didn't, 
right? You reprioritize, you replan, you find new actions or better actions that you think are going to get you in a better direction. And that's basically all I'm doing with coaches, right? Is let's take a time out every couple of weeks. Let's check in, review all of the actions you've been doing. Are we doing enough of the right things? And, uh, you know, what do we basically, what do we need to do more of? What do we need to do less of? What do we need to stop doing? What do we need to start doing? You know, so it's a lot of that, a lot of follow-up, a lot of, you know, taking action on, uh, on things. Let's create a plan. Let's take action and see, you know, and then let's course correct all throughout is, is what I do for a lot of coaches. And honestly, a lot of it is not necessarily adding more things. A lot of it is just, what do we need to eliminate first? Because, you know, right, is, you know, the, coaches, you know, as we're stressing to our athletes to be healthy, usually it's not, let's add one, you know, green shake first thing in the morning that will have very little impact more. You can have more of an impact by eliminating eating the French fries in the late night, fast food, binging, you know, that's going to have more of an effect on their overall performance than one green shake, right. First thing in the morning. And so that's a lot of times with coaches is first, we got to figure out what where can we trim, trim the fat, right? And what are they doing too much of that we need to reduce and eliminate? And through that, just elimination stuff, uh, it, it frees up a lot more time. And so there's kind of two aspects. It's the personal productivity is kind of the, you know, I went through that real quick. And then the second part of it is when you have to manage other people, right? There's so many things coaches do on a repeatable basis or that, you know, repeatable processes. And I really do believe that everybody, you know, you're, you're, everybody has a system for how they do things and the system is set up perfectly for the results they're getting. And if they want different results, they got to create better systems, right? Um, and so I, that's another thing that I do is we, we take everything that they're doing that's a repeatable task as a college coach let's get it out of their head onto paper and then once it's on paper you can evaluate you can analyze what's working what do we need to start doing what do we need to stop doing what should we do less of what should we do more of is there a different order you know because I think if you're not getting to your ideal results consistently you know again there's steps to the process we get to just got to change the steps until we get to that ideal result every single time and so ideally what i'm trying to help coaches do is find the best way of doing it create a process for it and then just basically work the process every single time um, i mean there's a lot of head coaches that i feel like keep a lot of the tasks that they're doing to themselves. They just have young grad assistants who are coming in and working with them. And it's just easier. It's faster if I do everything, because by the time I train them to, you know, to, to figure it out, you know, now they're off and getting a full-time job and now I got to do the same thing for somebody else. And so it's a lot of, um, what do you need to do as a head coach? What can we delegate? And then how to delegate it effectively to their young staff. So, you know, the young staff is ga gaining experience and learning and layering on new experiences, but also we're freeing up the head coach's time to really focus more on big picture strategy team stuff, because bottom line, coaches are just doing, they have to do a lot of things and I can't take really anything off their to-do list, but I can help them restructure their day um, much more effectively. So they're getting the key things done that need to get done, uh, delegating the rest to the people that they have to work with them. So ultimately they're making progress in their program throughout the course of the year without burning out is, is my goal, right? For, for all of that. So I know that was a really long rambling answer to your question, but it's personal productivity, right? Self execution system. And then, 
you know, systems for when you're having, you know, uh, you know, for the repeat tasks that you have to do every, every day, every year as a coach, those two combined, because one individually, right, it helps, but when you combine all of it together, uh, I think that's where the magic, the magic happens with coaching. Yeah, no, you're right. That was a lot, but it was all very, very good. You know, my, you know, two takeaways, I guess, you know, number one, you talk about the high value activities. I love that term. And then also, uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, um, it, it seemed like you were promoting a, a less is more uh, a, approach, yeah. which I've always tried to do. Um, well, not always. I learned how important yeah, that right. was uh, as a coach and as an AD. Mm -hmm. uh, very cool stuff. Um, we'll do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and uh, pick your brain a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, and also, you know, go to the website, find out more about it. You know, how do they do that? Uh, where do they go? Yeah, no. So my, my website is uh, busy.coach is the website. And then you can email me at Mandy at busy.coach is probably the best way to get a hold of me, or I'll even give you my cell phone number. If that uh, is a, it, am I allowed to do that on a you, podcast? I suppose it's a three one nine. You're allowed to do that. I don't know if I would do that, but no, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'll give it to you. Right. It's three one nine six two one two three eight four. If you want to, uh, give me a call. And uh, I mean, we'd love, love to talk to you. Um, I'm, there's a, a quite a few athletic departments that are bringing me in to do a full workshop with the uh, entire department. But then also I have a few athletic directors who have me working specifically one-on-one uh, -on -one with coaches where I meet with them every single week over the course of a span of, you know, sometimes four months, sometimes six months, sometimes for the full year. And, uh, you know, really, really making significant progress with these coaches. Okay. All right. Uh, again, we'll give out that information again at the end of the uh, interview. Today, we're visiting with Mandy Green. She's the founder and president of Busy Coach. Uh, we're going to take another break, but we'll be back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year and create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Mandy Green, the president of Busy Coach. Mandy, one of the things we try to do with this podcast is the idea of sharing best practices. And, you know, you certainly you know, seeing the athletic experience, you know, division one coach, uh, you know, recruiting on a national level and, and now, you know, with busy coach, what are some um, uh, best practices or maybe even some um, success stories, you know, that, that you've seen with some of the clients that you've worked with um, again, getting uh, you and I were talking about not so much working harder, but working smarter, mm -hmm. working better, being more productive. Uh, you know, that's mm -hmm. what an athletic director wants to see. So, do you have any yep. best practices or success stories you can share? Yeah, no, for sure. So there, there is an, uh, um, an athletic department that I work with where the, uh, it's a division three athletic department and the, the, um, 
the athletic director approached me saying, you know, my coaches are working uh, a lot of hours. They're having, they've got multiple responsibilities, you know, working in the, you know, the strength and conditioning and doing, you know, other side administrative type things. Uh, and she tasked me with getting, um, when they, they needed to increase the number of recruits to commit, right? Because it's all about enrollment, right? We got to get uh, get their numbers. But she also wanted the the coach to you know increase their confidence uh, and and make more of an impact with the time that they're putting in. You know, because like we were we were talking about earlier is you know I think in in all my experience in my 23 years as a college coach, I know athletic directors don't really care about the hours worked, right? It, you know, it's more about creating a great experience for the student athletes, uh, keeping yourself healthy, right? And your family strong as a college coach, uh, you know, um, graduation, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so with, uh, there, there were four coaches that I worked with. I met for 30 minutes to an hour every single week for the course of four months. And just through, uh, you know, again, we started with their vision. You know, I asked them, what, you know, so what are your goals? not one of them could tell me, you know, and it's, I think they're more guilty of looking at their phone, you know, than they are looking at their goals. And so we just, uh, we established keystone habits, right? What is, what is one thing you could do that really would knock out a lot of other things. And for most of them, it was planning, you know, we, so we always started with the night before planning. What are three, not all the little mini tasks, right? Pick from your high value things you need to get done. What are three things we need to be doing tomorrow that will make an impact, that will make progress towards your goals, right? Whether professional team, you know, staff recruiting goals, what are those three things we really stressed um, or we, we found kind of their magic time, right? What is that time where we can align high value activities with fewest distractions, focus and, uh, and um, uh, you know, energy and, you know, with the fewest distractions, what is the environment we need to create? You know, so some of them had to actually not go into the office. They had to work somewhere else. Um, some of them were doing all of this stuff, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, but really through repeated, you know, me, you know, just constantly on them about no, you know, what, you know, and we're always looking at their calendar and making sure the right things are ending up on their calendar. But just through a lot of just kind of cutting and pasting and trying and, you know, taking action, massive action, what is the result, you know, and course correcting a lot of that kind of stuff. We were able to, over the course of four months, um, these coaches, some of them went and had no commits when we started and, but like, I'm, I get texts, I get emails from these coaches, like got another one, got another one, you know, and they're getting uh, two of them are, are at 10, 10 commits for this next year. And that was their goal, 10 or 11. So, you know, over the course of four months, especially in the spring, that's where a lot of coaches don't think that they, you know, it's just getting tougher and tougher to get these kids. They're out there, you know, we just got to keep taking action and we got to keep taking the right action. And so over the course of a few months, we really were able to eliminate the thing, identify and eliminate things that weren't working, you know, so we cut those out. We spent more time doing a few other key things for that specific coach, uh, enhanced, you know, some of the things that they were already doing and we got their commitments up, stress level down, uh, impact 
up, you know, so they were not working more hours, but they were because they were choosing to do higher value things over low value things and starting with that stuff first, they were making more impact. They felt like they were actually making progress, which increased their confidence quite a bit. Um, but also we were able to, you know, they were trying to do everything themselves and we figured out how, where could we add a work study person? You know, we added that and then how do we properly delegate to that person? Um, they don't have full-time staff. So we had to get creative, you know, with, with a few different things. We got their social media, you know, up and running. And now, you know, they're starting to, I don't think with social media, with coaching, that it should be about the number of followers. I think it needs to be about the, the, the engagement is more important for social media. And so we, you know, we, we created a lot of content. We now have it, have a system, right. Where there's, you know, they, they created the content using their current team. Uh, we, uh, they got it scheduled. And so now they have three, they basically have all of their content created for over the summer. And so now they can actually go home and rest and relax and enjoy their summer and recharge their batteries knowing that they already have the content to email to recruits they have the content for social media already done and you know now we're starting to kind of plan for their fall season and so it's a lot of uh proactively getting out ahead of a lot of things and creating it all at one time is is what I helped a lot of these coaches do and so you know so for their athletic director now they've got happier healthier you know, better relationships with their team because we were able to, you know, crank out and then strategically kind of work through some of these things in a very short amount of time, which freed up more time now for them to provide a better experience, better planning, you know, better thought processes about how to better strategically approach their team, you know, and so, so there's lots, lots of little things that we were able to do over the course of the, the, the few months. But, you know, for me, being able to get a coach home sooner to their families with still you know and not get home and just be unpresent and just staring at their phone the whole time you know it's let's be present with your family what are the fun things you need to do as a coach to recharge your batteries so you know you are fresh and recharged and coming back a better version of yourself the next day right and and that's how i think coaches can get to higher levels of performance right is you can't just you know, let them, you know, react to what the world is throwing at you. We got to be proactive and take charge of where they want to go. And it's just choices, right? So I just help coaches over the course of a few months, make better choices for what they're choosing to work on, uh, but set the plan, work the plan and then course correct, you know, so we're always trying to, to get back on track and making sure that all of our actions are aligning, you know, with ultimately the vision of where they want to go, which helps athletic directors, right? Because they're getting their numbers up, they're, you know, and then I imagine it costs quite a lot of money to have to keep rehiring coaches, you know, and, uh, or, you know, teams that aren't winning, you know, athletes aren't happy, you know, and so, so I'm hoping that in the long run, that that's where, you know, it's going to benefit athletic directors quite a lot is with happier, healthier, more productive coaches, you know, less cost on uh, turnover, less, you know, time spent hiring new people, um, you know, but better, better results in a short amount of time, basically. Right. I love, <clears throat> I love as, you know, you're explaining the whole process, you know, doing, you know, applying those coaching principles, you know, to your, your life, your work, you know, recruiting here. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you always come back uh, with, you know, the happy, healthy, and those outcomes of, uh, you know, 
coming home, spending time with family. Uh, again, not working harder, working better, working smarter, you know, really cool stuff. And again, you know, you've shared very candidly, you know, your own life, you know, as, you know, a, a coach, as a wife, as a mother, uh, coming back as a coach again, uh, all those uh, things. Very, very cool stuff. Once again, with four listeners, we're visiting today with Mandy Green. She's the president of Busy Coach, also the national recruiting coordinator for Tudor uh, Collegiate Strategies. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back with some more wisdom. Uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Science for their support. You know, Wall of Fame is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments by going to vitalsignswalloffame.com or call them at 614-981-3589. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Mandy Green, uh, former Division I player, uh, coach, and the president of Busy Coach. Uh, Mandy, one of the questions we've been asking our guests um, uh, has to do with this idea of um, helping kids to develop toughness. A uh, hundred years ago, uh, when I was in high school, um, you know, my coaches would say things like, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough. You got to suck it up. And, and we knew what they meant. Uh, I think over the years, uh, we figured out better ways to communicate those ideas to kids. But in my opinion, you know, toughness is still a very important quality uh, for sports and for life. So, you know, here's my question. Um, how can coaches and ADs help kids to develop toughness while also being sensitive to and aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid experiences that, that I never had to experience? Uh, do you have any advice for us? It was interesting. Just this last weekend, I got to, uh, I used to coach at Minnesota State Mankato and there was a group of girls that all came back that we got to hang out with. And we basically laughed for like six hours. And we were talking about all of the things that we, you know, the, the, the other coach that I worked with, things we used to do just for fitness things we, you know, competitions that we had. And, you know, as we were trying to get them more physically and mentally tougher, right. And more resilient and dealing with setbacks and dealing with hard things. And, you know, even the, the new coach of the team, he, you know, he, from what I hear, you know, the girls were kind of talking to him about some of the, the stuff that they, they had to go through, you know, even like 15 years ago. And the, the new head coach is like, I couldn't do that today. I would get fired instantly. And, and that's where I think, you know, as far as athletic directors and my advice on, on some things, I mean, it is, it is, you know, staying up with what this generation you know, the, the, how this generation communicates and some of the challenges that they are facing. But, but that's where I feel like even, you know, as more, more from athletic directors, uh, you know, in, in providing things for student athletes, I really am coming from a place where I'm seeing a lot of friends 
get friend, coaches who are friends of mine get fired from their positions because they are not prepared to deal with how this generation has changed. And because I, I do believe that the way that we used to try to develop resiliency and toughness in student athletes has changed dramatically. And I feel like coaches are not prepared, you know, coaches, we just, you know, we've always coached this way. And, you know, this is how we have found success. And I am certainly the person I am today because of all the things that, you know, my coach put me through and things that I had to do. We just can't do that with this generation of student athletes now. And, and that's where I feel, you know, I mean, with all of these mental health issues happening and, you know, just the, the different, you know, trends with how this generation needs to hear things and do things. I feel like more, co more, more training needs to be provided for coaches who are there every day you know they're they're they spend a lot of time with these student athletes and I just feel aren't prepared enough to handle a lot of the challenges that are being thrown at them with these student athletes um uh it's I don't, I mean, I, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, I don't know that that's a great answer, but it's, uh, you know, it just, I think more training and how to be better prepared, uh, you know, again, with the, the ways to communicate ways to handle in ways that aren't, you know, um, maybe so combative, like we, we used to, I think, um, in past, I don't know. I mean, I imagine there's some sort of training out there that athletic directors could put coaches through. I mean, I know coaches every year we have to do our CPR and, you know, we have to do that certification. We have to do, you know, the, the, the diversity kind of stuff now. And I feel like, you know, probably the next thing in line that coaches probably need to do on an annual basis is training on how to properly, you know, deal with, uh, you know, the changing of, you know, the, the mentality of the, uh, the student athletes and how, you know, because I don't know, it's just changed. It's changed. And I don't know that coaches are, are prepared to, to deal with it the way that we've, we've dealt with it in the past, for sure. No, you're absolutely right. You know, more training in all areas and particularly, you know, in this idea of, you know, mental health uh, and, you know, helping uh, athletes beyond the fields and the courts, uh, you know, absolutely. And, and hopefully that's what we're doing here a little bit, you know, yeah. with our podcast yeah. and, and the things that you're doing, uh, you know, with busy coach. So uh, yeah. Yeah. this has been really cool. Really enjoyed uh, you know, getting to know you a little bit and having you share, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and hear from uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack that sponsor our AD Toolbox segment. But when we come back, uh, we're going to find out uh, what Mandy Green is going to put in her Athletic Director's Toolbox uh, tools for a brand new Athletic Director. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. 
you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We've been visiting today with Mandy Green. Uh, she was a D1 uh, athlete, uh, soccer player, Division One coach, um, and now the founder and president of Busy Coach and also the national recruiting coordinator with Tudor Collegiate Strategies. She certainly knows her way around the world of athletics. Uh, but right mm -hmm. now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let her put three things in that toolbox. Uh, Andy Green, what's going into your athletic director toolbox? Well, <clears throat> right, we've been talking about busy coach. I would, uh, I would, uh, you know, the busy coach would be the first one. If you've got coaches working underneath you, you need them to be as productive, efficient, and effective as they possibly can be, both in their sport, but also at home, right? And so, Busy Coach will help, you know, provide the training for coaches, um, for their coaches underneath them, right, in their department to, to do that well. Uh, the other tool, absolutely, I 100% believe in is Tudor Collegiate Strategies, right, is I think the success and the length of the, the, the career of the coaches that are going to be working underneath them are, you know, is their ability to recruit quality student athletes and uh, Tudor Collegiate Strategies stays on top of all the latest recruiting trends and how a student athlete needs to be communicated with, how their parents need to be included, how social media needs to be used for coaches to more effectively recruit the uh, the student athletes, you know, to, to not just, you know, get the volume of kids that you need to, you know, if you're, you're a, you know, enrollment driven, uh, you know, university or, you know, just improve the quality of kid. Um, there, there are tons of resources at dantutor.com. You know, there's a, a podcast, there's the, you know, there's a newsletter that goes out, there's lots of free resources, but then even as we, we work one-on-one -on -one with clients and we actually create the recruiting communication plans for them. So that would definitely be one that I would, would, uh, would use as well. Um, a third tool that I find for athletic directors, um, you know, I mean, one, one tool that I provide all the coaches that I work with just for, you know, I, I talked about the keystone habit earlier. It's that one thing that will help kind of, you know, take care of a lot of other things. And for me, what I do with a lot of the coaches that I work with is something called a master to-do list. Really, you know, with athletic directors, I know that you've got a lot of things going on and a lot of to-dos on your list. And it's really, you know, it, it, I try to help coaches, you know, stop needing to say, oh, crap, I forgot that. And so this one planning system, you know, starting the night before, kind of looking at everything that you could possibly do as an athletic director, you know, for the coaches and, and proactively be able to plan it, making sure that you're not forgetting things that, you know, you're delegating things, you're multiplying, you know, your results with all the people that you have underneath you to work with you. But uh, a master to-do list would be the, uh, the, the last tool that I would recommend that uh, I know for me, it's be, it was a game changer. It became the foundation of all of my planning. And, you know, again, the, the one thing, you know, 
got me it, it 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 helped me to structure my days more it helped me to focus on high value versus low value first it helped me to delegate it helped us to get ahead on things it helped us to improve the quality of work right it helped um you know us figure out where we weren't getting a great return on the time and effort we were putting into it so one thing really knocked out a lot of other things and and that's where you know semester to-do list really has been a game changer and it would be something i would highly recommend for an athletic director and the coaches that they're working with to create and work from no great tools and it just goes along with you know the themes that you've been sharing today about you know, working more efficiently, you know, having those high value activities, um, you know, as you shared coaches and ADs, there's just so many things that are going into their day. Uh, and if they're not organized, they're not managing all, all of those tasks, you know, it, it's, mm -hmm. it, it's going to be chaos. Yep. Um, one more time, if one of our listeners want to reach out, pick your brain a little bit and, and also um, find out more about uh, how busy coach can help them. How do they do that? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, no, I mean, you can go to my website. It's uh, just busy.coach is my website. Uh, Mandy at busy.coach is my email address, or I'll give you my cell phone number again. It's 319-621-2384. Would, uh, yeah, I would love to hear from you and, and see if there's anything I can do to help uh, the coaches in your athletic department. Mandy Green, busy coach and national recruiting uh, coordinator for Tudor Collegiate Strategies. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks, Jake, for having me on. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Um, for our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again just about every single day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Please visit our sponsors, uh, Final Forms, Sideline Interactive, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, Hometown Ticketing, and Huddle. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you.